Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Five, five, four, four, three, three, two, one, one. We have ignition. Strap in. Welcome to the. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a live edition of William Sports Talk. I'm your host, Brian Tarvin. Sorry, I've been coughing. I apologize if that hurt anyone's ears. But we're we're glad to be here tonight. We're in the month of August. What that means is Jonathan. Let me let me introduce the fine co-host, Jonathan Miklos. Jonathan, how are you? First of all, oh, uh, I'm wonderful. It's actually not raining uh, for the first time in about five days. Don't complain, man. We haven't had rain since Reagan was in office. I think I don't know what's going on. <laughs> We need some rain. We need some rain bad. But, man, what does August represent to you, my friend? Is it is it football time? Is it getting is it getting close? I don't know what you're talking about. It is football time. Teams are starting to report. NFL teams are at camp right now. I'm, I'm jazzed up. That song right there, guys, is the boys of fall. So, Jonathan, our next show we'll do Sunday night. We'll start out with boys of fall. How does that sound? Oh, I guess it's all right. The song still makes me tear up a little bit. As long as what? The song, it still makes me tear up a little bit. I mean, I'm not that far removed from being at high school now. It does. Um, it does kind of make you tear up a little bit. I'm not going to lie to you. Even even I tear up from time to time when I listen to that song. It takes a lot to make me cry, man. But if I cry, it's either I'm sad and I'm okay, but if I'm mad and crying, you better go hide and run for cover because it's about to hit the fan <laughs> up in here. <laughs> like when your AC went out? Yeah. Oh, my God. Hey, guess what? Sunday night. Yeah. Sunday, you know, two weeks ago, my air went out, the outside unit. This Sunday evening afternoon, about 5 o'clock, I guess it was, the motor at the furnace upstairs burned out. I had to get a new unit, which was another $1,700. Add on the 2800 I spent on the other one. So you do the math. That's close to $5,000 that I didn't have. So um, anyway, I'm working with the warranty company, First American, and uh, they're so bad. I called them. I called them Monday and told them. Jonathan, I'm getting a lot of background noise. Static. I don't know what you're doing, but uh, you okay? Let me try to see if that's you. Yeah, that's Jonathan's phone. I'll bring him right back. But I call him Monday after the air went out, and I was already in process of getting it fixed. 
and I told them, I said, your company is so bad that I'm willing to pay 1700 out of my pocket rather than deal with your customer service. Jonathan, that's, that, that means you have pretty bad customer service, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, that's terrible. I'm still working with them to, to get money from the first time. So if you have a, if you're buying a home for the first time, uh, be careful of the warranty the seller puts on you because, man, they suck. And and I've driven them crazy for about two weeks. I call, email every day down to I'm up to now $1,300 getting back. Actually, I'm going to get more than that because I, I called the person that said they showed up at my house in a lie and uh, made him very uncomfortable, so they're going to raise it up. He said, yeah, I was at your house. I was like, well, by the chance, what do I look like? And he froze up. And I'm like, that's right, bitch. I said, you've been lying, so, so just go ahead and admit <laughs> that you didn't come to my house. And so, you know, it's, it's Atlanta, Georgia, guys, for everybody listening. And it's 185 degrees outside. And if you don't have air conditioning, you're in trouble. Luckily, I have a second unit downstairs. So I drug my bed downstairs to the middle of the floor of the living room. My dog loved it, by the way. He loves sleeping in the living room on a mattress. But then I remembered, hell, I've got to get this mattress back upstairs. And it's kind of hard to do uh, by yourself. But, Jonathan, some breaking news here in weigh-in sports talk. Just wanted your opinion on it. FanDuel has contacted me. Block Talk Radio has contacted me. The FanDuel has contacted them, and they want to sponsor our show for football season and uh, pay us for that. So you'd get 50% of it. What do you think about that? What do you think about FanDuel? Should I even entertain the, the thought? Well, I'm never one to turn down money. So I, I would say uh, and, and to, to entertain the idea would be a, a wise idea. Okay. And they do know, you know, Block Talk Radio, when I talk to them, they list their top sports shows. And what do you know, ours was in the top three, which they didn't tell me one, two, or three, but they said top three. So you go figure. You look at the numbers. You tell me where we are. Um, I say we're number one. But anyway, advertisers approach them and say, hey, we want to advertise on a football program, and we're the one. How do I sound right now? Does the, the connection sound good on my part? Because yours is, yours is giving me a little trouble. For some reason. Oh, oh, hold on then. My headset must be acting up. You sound clear. I'm crystal clear. See, FanDuel's not going to come around, Jonathan, if you if your headset's not clear. Do I need to have Way in Sports Talk send you a set of headphones? <laughs> no, I think I need a new cord for my my headset. It's been time. I've had this for about four years now. Right. So I, I sound better now, don't I? Yeah, you sound a lot better. There's a 469 number in the studio right now. I think I know who it is. If you want to impress one, you may be on a train. There he is. 469. Is this Sonny Clark? Yo, it's Sonny Clark, the <laughs> hardest working man in sports radio. No, I'm not on a train. I got the night off, and I, as soon as you put it up, I was like, I'm, I'm in. I'm ready for some talk. <laughs> well, we're gonna talk some football tonight. But have you, have you been contacted by Blog Talk Radio about FanDuel? Have you ever heard about them? 
Yeah, I've ne- I've never have, but you know my show is not as good as yours, so that's one of the reasons why oh, they contacted you more than mine. And you so know that's there not you true. go. You know that's not you know that's not true. You no, I mean as far as listenership, yes, it is true, and I'm 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 okay with that because my my little audience pretty much here is just right here in my Rowlett area. That's what my my audience is because of what we do with the play by play and stuff like that. So um, yeah. no, I'm well, I'm actually very happy with that. But man, I I I love what's going on. We're we're uh, kicking all around the NFL on Sunday morning. Uh, we do the AFC North on Sunday at 10 o'clock, so we're we're going to kick into that. That's going to be a good division to talk about. I'm going to give Sunday some love right here. Jonathan, you're aware of Sunday and Cuervo show that do every Sunday morning, and, and it's even better when when football has started, when you know you wake up Sunday morning before you play those steps, you, you listen to Sunny and Cuervo and I'm getting a lot of background noise from from somebody's phone. God, I, hold on. Let sure. me just switch it. Oh, no, it might be my headset. No, it's you. You're good, Sonny. It's Jonathan. So I'm going to mute him for a minute. Jonathan, fix that phone if you can, buddy. I, I have a headache, and, and uh, I don't want to have to kill you tonight. I'm joking. <laughs> Jonathan's too young to kill. Jonathan's so a it's great not co-host, by the way. It's not my headset uh, then? Uh, not this time. I mean, we all okay, have cool. headsets. We all have some problems with them sometimes. So I'll bring Jonathan back on in a second. But um, I was talking about your show. It's I like it better. It's good now, don't get me wrong. But it's a lot better once we get into the season. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to – It's hard. I mean, we can all talk about, you know, the only thing that we can really do is speculate on what we think is going to happen, more so during the weeks when we're seeing what's happening, and then we can uh, pinpoint on other things that we see, uh, more so than what we think are going to happen. That's why, that's why during the season is so much more fun. I mean, I like doing the breakdowns because I like to see if I'm anywhere close, which – a lot of times I'm not, but uh, but a lot of times I am. So I'm kind of like I'm probably at about seventy to in between seventy eighty percent of my predictions on what I do. So you know I'm no worse than any of those clowns over at the at the big you know so-called experts over at the NFL Channel or wherever it is. Mm-hmm. And I've been keeping track, and Jonathan has too, and. And we do point spreads on our games, don't we, Jonathan? And we're we're in the seventy percent range with against the spread, which is ungodly. Yeah. So, so and, and Cuervo's show is starting up not this weekend, but next weekend on campus with Cuervo is going to be kicking off on Friday or Saturday morning, one of the two. Um, uh, not this weekend, but next weekend. So uh, we're we're getting ready to kick yeah. in college football. Is about ready to go off. Well, it's it's going off. Practice has started. Jonathan, I mean, have you have you tracked the show? I know you've listened to the show. You've been a co-host for a while, but you notice we go about over seventy percent against the spread. Yeah, no, we we especially bowl season. Uh, bowl season, you were phenomenal. Uh, I was a little more hot and cold, and uh, I, you know, we, you know, I would say the past couple of years we've done uh, an excellent job at. Sticking the wings and, and doing doing a pretty darn good job at it. Yeah, now I'm getting background from Sonny's phone. Guys, get your phones out of your butts. 
and um, and join me so we can talk. I hate having to mute people to fix the phones. And if mine's going bad, guys, please tell me because I can't hear it. You probably can't hear yours going bad. So if you hear mine doing anything, let me know any kind of noise because one thing um, I do get messages from Block Talk Radio sometimes is about the sound quality. So we have to make sure about that as much as we possibly can. But, Sonny, I'll bring you back on in just a second, buddy. I know Quinn's in the studio. But, but Jonathan, college football is here, and, and man, I'm excited. The, the hype is back. There's some teams way overrated. And, and just a question, did the AP poll come out yet? I haven't seen it yet. Um, I want to say it's coming out soon. I know oh. they just released that AP oh, poll on I've just got some breaking news that's not good for Auburn. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Javon Robinson dismissed from the program. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Do you understand how big that is? Doesn't say why. Yeah. Did not Malzahn said Robinson did not meet my standards or being an Auburn football player. And there's going to be no distractions with the team this year. Auburn's returning starter was alone at the top of Auburn's depth chart at running back entering camp, and it's one of the team's best players. Uh, my God, we got a young kid out there that's uh, his backup. But we—that means you, I don't know what's going to happen. I really don't know what's going to happen. But how in the world, Sonny, do you get kicked off the team? When when fall camp's just right here, that's the best player, offensive player on their team. Well, I think it, you know what I got to give it to Auburn. They're, they're they're not letting the the status of the player consume whether or not this guy's going to play or not. And, and as, as a guy that wants to see that, as far as I mean, they're football players, and I get it, and I understand that's what they do, and I also understand that talent hits the field. But at the same time, you got to have a little, you know, integrity on who you are and what you do. And if you're just a bum out there doing what you should not be doing, you should be dismissed, which means, I mean, everybody knows they're not going to school for, for their education. I mean, if you want to blow smoke up the people's butts to make them think that that's why you're at school, that's fine. Go ahead and do so. I mean, Netflix only has a second chance uh, show on Netflix about guys who get in trouble yeah, and they play I football. Yeah, and, and, you know, so the simple fact of the matter is is that they can give a rat's fat ass if you're in basket weaving, but as long as you're passing it, you're okay. But if anybody really wants to honestly believe that those kids are out there for their education, you can live in your fantasy world. Now, Auburn saying, you know what, if, if you're not going to obey the rules or whatever the case may be here, just because you're the big superstar, we're going to let you go anyway. I, that takes balls to do right before the beginning of the uh, season um, and to does. get going. And you see Alabama with Cam Robinson. They didn't even suspend him for getting arrested with felony. You know what I mean? It's, he must have done something bad or, or his head was in the wrong place. Jonathan, I mean, does this mean Auburn – has to go with a running quarterback in Franklin the third, or does this mean they have to play defense and pass the football all over the place? Because Terrion Johnson was a freshman last year. He's quick. They have Cameron Petaway, and they have a couple of big fullbacks. But to lose a running back like Javon Robinson is – I don't know what you, what you do. 
No, I I understand how uh, how big of a national this is. Um, you know, this is definitely this is definitely uh, a huge problem for Auburn. Uh, Robinson was, I mean, he was a playmaker, and to lose somebody like that who's not only a playmaker but provides some leadership, it is definitely tough. So, how do you? I mean, how do you recuperate? I mean, we're not deep at running back, and I can't even remember if we brought a running back in this year in our recruiting class. Could you pull that up? Could you see if Auburn brought any running backs up? Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. Because uh, I hate, I hate the... And I'm going to let you do that, Jonathan, while your phone while you work out that phone issue. And, Sonny, I'm hearing a lot out of yours, too. So I'm going to cut you both off for a minute so we can, so I can talk and hear. Guys, call in from a landline if you can or, or do something because it, it's just you can't hear. So whatever you got to do to do it. But breaking news, Javon Robinson has been kicked off of Auburn's team. The running backs, I just I don't know. They have Javon Robinson, Kerryon Johnson, they have C.J. Tolbert, Malik Miller. I, I don't even know who they have, but this is not good. You have to have depth at running back, and I just don't get it, Jonathan. I mean, do you see anybody in there that can fill those shoes? I don't. I don't. Um, you might have to go with Franklin the third and try and get – that's the only way you can probably get some running game going. Well, I mean, it's not it's not really effective if you don't have a running back. You know, like the quarterback's very effective if he can run, if the backfield can run. But if you get in a situation to where, you know, you can't run the football and then they just look at the quarterback as a running back, you're in prob- you have problems. Or you're going to have to bring in Jeremy Johnson and just go to the no huddle, just throw it around kind of thing. And Jonathan, you just call back in. So – is that you? Yeah. I don't know what the hell's going on tonight with the the phones, but we we need to figure it out. It may be Blog Talk Radio. It may not be uh, yours. But you play Clemson in, in less than a month. In a month, you play Clemson. Mm. Quinn, Quinn's here. I want to bring Quinn in and see why he thinks. Quinn, I'm bringing you in. I mean, what is going on in Auburn, man? To kick your running back off the team a month before the season starts. Well, you know, I should have done something. I don't know. I'm curious, but guys are going to have to We're step screwed. up. I We're don't know screwed. about that. I mean, that. this is a this is a <laughs> five and seven team right now because of that. I'm telling you, there's no running back that can carry the load like that. Carrying Johnson's about a buck twenty, and and he can't even stay healthy. There, we got a fullback, Chandler Cox and Cameron Petaway, but you can't win without a running back, and Auburn has none. Running back you turned into turned into dumpster you. That's what it turned into. A dumpster fire. That's what's gonna happen. They'll have to split up they'll have to figure something out. Well, they're gonna have to, but they're gonna get their ass whipped while they're doing it. I mean Clemson, Clemson you're gonna get beat by thirty points because of, of that. If you can't run the football in the SEC, you can't win. And uh I don't know what Gus is thinking. I don't know if he's trying to make an excuse for if they do bad this year to keep his job. 
But you don't kick Javon Robinson off the team unless you you say why. And that's the thing. There's no reason why. I mean, if he raped somebody, shot somebody, did something, I get it. But what did he do for you to kick him off the team? As a coach, Sonny, I know Sonny commended that, but I think it may be stupid in a way if you don't have a backup plan, if he didn't do anything bad. If you got a bad attitude, deal with it. As long as he can run the football. Sonny, comment? Charvin, they had to get – if you're kicked off the team, this has nothing to do with attitude because, like you said, if this kid's got any kind of talent, they got to keep him on the football field. If he's not – I mean, if – but when you're kicked off of a major program – that's telling you he did something beyond just rules or something like that. And if it was rules, that's huge, too. I like the move because it, it says, listen, we're the ones in control of what's going to be going on here. Well, see, I've been waiting a year for this team to hit the field. And uh, to get this information day one, what do you, I mean, without any information is – it's going to come out, Tarvin. It's going to come out, and it's going to be big. It's not going to be small. So look at what's going on across the country, whether it's Baylor, whether, you know, stalking charges. Still, there's so much crap going on at Baylor. You know, so when, you've got a, when you have a program that can be somewhat uh, clean, and I don't want to say squeaky clean because there's no college football team out there that's squeaky clean. Sorry, there's not. There's a skeleton somewhere. But if you if you are kicked off of a major team within college football, it, it's it, one of two things: either your grades aren't there, or I mean, so you couldn't find anybody to cheat for you, or you you are in a lot of trouble <laughs> off the football field. I mean, so you know, it, it's real simple. Whatever the problem is going on, that guy's too big of a talent for him not to be on the he field. Says- he said, he said, Gus said, there will not be any distractions this year. And, and he's laying the law down. And you know what could happen, guys? And I know Baylor Stidham, he's, he's the number two dual-threat quarterback. He, he left Baylor. He was at Auburn's practice today. Uh, but you never know, Jonathan, when, when somebody will transfer right now. I don't yeah. know if there's a deadline that's a good running back that will come to Auburn right now and jump in this offense because but, I don't know what to do. I'm say saying that. start Jeremy Johnson. Well, yeah. go ahead. Well, Turbin, I mean, I'll say that. Okay. Well, well, say, well, it, say it. What about say, say it. We can't Who's, judge the running game until they get out there. Mm-hmm. If, if the offensive line is filling big enough holes, we don't know – we have no clue what the running yeah, game could be. You're hey, overreacting. Uh, no, I'm telling you, I know this. I know the running back situation at Auburn, and it's not good. I mean, Peyton Barber left last year. Who else left? Rock Thomas transferred. So there's two people left. Javon Robinson, the dumbass he is, gets kicked off the team. Now we got a guy that looks like Arnold off different strokes running the football. And there's nobody to back him up. I mean, well, I mean, well, well, I mean, you have you had the the kid you brought in from uh, Madison. You have Malik Miller. He's a true freshman. Um, you know, and, and he's he's a sizable kid. I want to say he is five eleven, two twenty. So I mean, he's a good sized kid. He could play some ball. But you had the kid you brought in. Yeah, Tolbert. Yeah, Tolbert. 
who, I mean, he was, what, Mr. Alabama 4A, um, got the red shirt a year. You know, I mean, because here's the thing, being that, you know, being a Florida State fan, Dalvin Cook's a great running back. When Dalvin Cook was a freshman, we did not anticipate him contributing because in, in high school he he was a fullback. He was a Sonny Michelle's fullback. So, you know, you never know what you're going to get out of Tolbert and, and Malik. I know Tolbert's only 5'7", but we've seen some pretty good undersized running backs. I, I, I oh, think, seven. Yeah. I, I think, you know, I, Gus Which is under the five, running back five. on campus. It means five five if that's what they listed him at, right, Sonny? Five five, that's what he is. He's, He's a shorty for midget wrestling. He's, yeah, he is that the one that was sitting circuit. behind the line? Is that the one that was sitting behind the line? You know, behind the offensive line, no one can see him. Yeah, no, that was Michaela. So Quinn, Quinn, why, why do you think this is not a big deal? I mean, like, who do you think could step up and do anything? And who's the quarterback? No. I mean. I never said it wasn't a big deal, but what I'm saying is don't overreact because we have no clue. We have no clue what these running backs could do until they get out there is what I'm saying. And we have okay. an experienced offensive line. And well, behind the good offensive line, you, you never know. Well, calm me down, Quinn. That's what you're here to do is calm me down because I'm pissed right now because <laughs> this running back – this this running back, I mean, physically, is is the real deal. And that's what I was yeah, looking forward to with John Franklin the third. But here's the deal, guys. We do have Chandler Cox, which if you watch the spring game, he's a fullback. But, man, he could run like a running back. Uh, Petaway, I'm just going to wait and, and see. You know, Gus is smarter than I am. But, again, <clears throat> do you leave a guy on a team that's causing problems uh, he didn't show up at practice today. We know that. But do you leave a guy on a team yeah. that, that's going to cause problems or distractions, or do you try to make it? Um, I don't know. Sonny he says he, he gives him kudos, but dang, I mean, he must have done something like fought a player, got hurt a player, screwed the player's girlfriend or mother or something like that. I don't know what yeah. he did, but we're going to find, I need to find out what he did. And think of this. He could have been a Duke Williams 2.0 and screwed up chemistry and screwed up the other running backs. Look at how he screwed up Jeremy Johnson's head last year after hearing all what went on with him and Jeremy. Like, like Gus probably learned from that, and he said, well, if it's going to mess up team chemistry, then I have to have him gone. Sonny, did you watch the show last chance, you? Hmm? Yes, Sonny, go ahead. Hey, Tarvin, just really quick. The, the statement is huge. Listen to what what the coach is saying. He's not going to have any distractions, okay? He's not talking about the distraction right now that got him kicked off, which means we're going to hear about this in two or three months. You know what I'm saying? There's something that's going on off the field with this, okay? And the reason why I say that is they're not talking about it, which means that whatever is going on, something's being looked at, whether it's the police, whether it's the school, whether it's the university police. Something's going on there that will become a distraction once this season starts. Well, you know, okay? yeah, but you don't kick somebody off without them being proven guilty, though. 
No, no, sure you do. I mean, come on. Depending on what the news is coming down, I mean, geez, you, you, if you're listen, if you know you're driving into a semi truck, sooner or later you're going to have to turn off whether or not you think you're going to hit them or not. Okay, it's a game of chicken, and when it comes to distractions, Auburn doesn't want them during the season, so they're going to get rid of them. Now, that having been said, doesn't mean that they're not going to talk about the news on the reason why they got rid of them later on. The fact that they're not talking about what's going on as far as the suspension is concerned or the kicking off of is concerned is huge. That means something is being kept quiet until it's going to break, and they know about it. I mean, you, we can talk about college. It, it, these colleges know what's going on in these schools. Okay? You, know, you can't you know, tell you me know any what different. You know what could have happened, guys? And, and if he found out that he was dealing with an agent or anything like that, and, he, and it could be an agent and a distraction come up halfway through the season, kind of like the Cam Newton thing, he may, Gus may have more information than we do and just said, you know what, go ahead and get out of here. We're not dealing with it. Right now is about Absolutely, it could be something like that because he's going to yeah. steer it away from Auburn. That's what he's doing. Whatever the reason why. Listen, they're not kicking them off because of grades. They come out and say it. Whatever they're talking about, the reason why they let them go is big. Okay, whether it's an NCAA violation, whether he's messing around with a, with an agent and the agent's nose got too big and poked into something, it's the talent with him being on the team is going to be a distraction to this team once week one starts. We're going to hear about the story here in a couple of weeks. But what about the four players that got, got arrested, Sonny, that, you know, they, they handled it internally, no punishment? That's kind of a distraction. Those guys are good to go, but, but it concerns me when the best player, or so-called, it may not be the best player now, uh, the best player that I thought at running back gets kicked off, and Cam Robinson over there with an AK-47 and some crack, and he, he's going to be lining up against USC. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't, and and, and th- that I don't I don't get it. It's the Whatever, see, and that tells me if this guy with the crackhead and the and the gun guy is back on the team and this guy isn't, that tells me it's something big. You know what I'm saying? Because, like you said, you're not going to uh, take a guy off the team right before the season. Auburn is in Alabama. Gus yeah. isn't Nick Saban. Auburn isn't. Thank you, Quinn. Thank you. You're right. Gus Malzahn does. He does suspend players, and 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 this is ballsy. If he and and you know what, Jonathan, you know as well. The kids that age, you and Quinn are closer to that age. One player, even though he's talented, just like Duke Williams last year, can be a cancer to a team and a distraction and cause everybody. You might as well get them out. Auburn played a lot better last year without Duke Williams, didn't they, Jonathan? Yeah, I would say, yeah, and I, I, I think you're right. When there's uh, somebody who's clearly a chemistry issue uh, in the locker room, you are better off just getting rid of it. It doesn't matter how talented they are. Well, I mean, we saw it at the NFL level to our loans. I'm just – And here's a kid that here's a kid that got his grades changed in high school to be eligible for Auburn, and then the, and then the NCAA declared him ineligible. He went to JUCO. He came back. He really didn't do anything last year, honestly, at Auburn. Quinn, do you remember him doing anything – Big, I mean, um, the bowl game. Well, I he ended up coming on 
it seemed towards the end of the year. I mean, I mean, he was really good. He was a beast, but yeah, whatever the reason is. Yeah, but I, I think, hey, I think we we have to talk about. And this is not just the Auburn show. This just broke during the show. But Jonathan, do you think John Franklin the third has to be the quarterback now to make that offense even? Just say if you don't have that stud running back, if you have good running backs and then. John Franklin III is faster than Nick Marshall. And, Sonny, if you watch that show, Last Chance You, you'll understand what I'm talking about. This kid can fly and do it all. I think they go with him right off the bat. What do you think, Jonathan? Well, I think uh, you have to go with the player that gives you the best chance to win, whether that's Jeremy, whether it's John. I think at this point, if you're worried about damaging a quarterback because of the weapons surrounding him, you throw out your sacrificial lamb, whoever that might be. Uh, you know, it might be the quarterback that I know you weren't high on last year, Sean White. It might be Jeremy Johnson, who really fell away. Sean White expectations. Well, Sean White might suck, but here's the thing. If if you don't think that this team is ready to compete, why throw John out, Why throw JF3 out there to die? So, you know, throw Jeremy and Sean out there. Let them have their – because you're replacing both of your tackles, too, you know. We talk about how good the offensive line is. You're replacing your left and right tackling. You know, it's a big issue. You know, it's just it, – it's definitely a situation to monitor. I know a lot of people think that JF3 is the leader in the clubhouse. We'll see how that plays out. Maybe his uh, dual threat capabilities help limit uh, a lack of weakness in the running game and your lack of experience at the tackles because he can get away from guys. And this yeah. is definitely something, though, to where I think – you're going to have to weigh, is it, do you, do you want to, you know, what's better, winning six games or just kind of putting the ball? Yeah, I think, you know, God, it's just, I think this is a team that can win right now. And I don't, the offensive line, if you get the right chemistry, but, but don't be surprised, guys, if the next couple of days Auburn doesn't bring in a running back from Illinois or somewhere, hopefully not, but, Somebody experience is pretty good. Quinn, do you have any idea of any running back that could come? And I don't even know the cutoff time of when you can come and actually play this year. Yeah, I have I have no clue, but it's going to be really interesting if if Stidham ends up coming to Auburn, and if he does, how fast could he learn the playbook? I could see him maybe not playing the first or second game but I could see Gus playing on like the third, fourth, or fifth week. But I think I, I really do trust Gus and whoever he puts out there. I, w- I would want it to either be JF3 or Jeremy just because they have more of a dual threat option than uh, Sean does. But, I, I mean, the good thing is is Clemson is replacing a lot on defense. So... It might help. Yeah, but I mean, the running game is what gets it going. No matter what team you are, running the football, especially Auburn, that running downhill um, will get yeah. you going. But you know what? You, somebody maybe you go with Carrion Johnson. Carrion Johnson is a bad running back. He's a bad man. He's about 200 pounds. He can fly. So I'm just going to not panic now. I was panicking. Y'all saw me in a panic. Yeah. Y'all were laughing at me over here. So, so we'll see. Um, ah, guys, it's just it's just not the time. Of, this stuff happens before the season. 
Uh, I mean, like during the summer and like the winter months and stuff, not right now, a month before. So Sunny may be right. Something is going to hit the fan in about a month or so. Gus knows, and he don't want it to be around to distract his team when they're 5-0. and is probably, is probably maybe what he's talking about. Not meeting expectations can mean a lot of things. And, I mean, I remember when Les Matthews got rid Do you remember he got rid of Tyron Matthew? I mean, I, I, I was just rolling around trying to find some more information. I came across, but when Les Miles did it, it was, it, it was crazy uh, getting rid of Matthew, and look what he's doing now. So it's really that's that's Matthew or Miles says it was one of the worst thing he did. So you know I may be wrong in this. I mean because according to Les Miles, I mean with him getting rid of uh, Matthew, it was just attitude problems and stuff like that. So I may be wrong, but man, not before two weeks before your week number one. Uh, Are you if if you have someone not meeting expectations, you get rid of them before you're going through spring practices and all this other stuff. Uh, it's a distraction. I don't know about meeting expectations, but it's, yeah, but not, but now did. it's good. But now it's going to panic Auburn fans even more. They they don't trust any of the quarterbacks. Like, probably a good percentage of them want Gus gone. Don't like JF Three now because of that documentary. So now just it's going to be even more so fire have you watched in the it? fan base. Have you have you watched the documentary? Not yet, but I've heard, and people hate. Well, I've heard like people hated well, it, and I'm like, dear God, people. Well, look, JF3 and and uh, Jonathan's more familiar with him than anybody. He left Florida State because he was pissed off that they brought in the kid from Notre Dame. He he just he's used to starting. He got to that school, that junior college, and thought he was going to start immediately. But that offense he went to was more of a pass-spread offense, throwing it short passes and everything. He did get to play his last game he played. The first half, he had like 400 yards and six touchdowns, Jonathan. And he's done all this work with Michael Vick. Um, JF3 is the quarterback, man. I would bet you – I'd bet anybody money right now he's the quarterback of Auburn University. I, I would be Your confident. Your guess real quick. Well, I, I mean – you know how much I like him. Uh, he he racked up a lot of accolades in high school. You know he's a Florida kid. He's definitely somebody that was well respected and well liked. Um, and, and I do think he's very talented. I mean, the year he redshirted was the year Florida State won the national title, and he actually you know received accolades for being um, the you know top scout team player. And he was the one who played scout team quarterback when Florida State was getting ready for Nick Marshall. So I do think this is somebody that could step in and, and play well for, for Auburn football. I really do, and I wish him nothing but the best. And the good Sonny, thing did you is... watch the show? Hello, Quinn. Sonny, did you, did you watch the show? Or, you which one? The you were on Netflix? Yeah. No, I have not watched it, because, and I, I've got a problem with it. i got a huge problem what? with it. Mm. Well, I, I'm going to tell you the reason why because it it, it just it, it just completely proves that college football is not about education. 
it just completely proves that if you can go and you know serve serve a one year at a at a college, no one's taking college seriously when you're in the football program. That's my problem with it. I mean, it, I it, just come out and say that you don't give a rat's fat ass about the school and and your grades. You, if they come out and say that, I have a little more respect for this thing. But with that show, it's saying right there, we can give a rat's fat ass whether or not they're doing well in school or not. We want to get them back <laughs> up there, not because of school, but because of football. And, and yeah. you, you can do whatever you want, and you can say whatever you want, but when you are just putting that show, this is quite possibly the best show. I haven't watched it yet, but the best show to show the business part of what college football yeah. is all about. And, and, and let me tell you, these guys are dumb. I mean, they're lazy, um, and that's the key. They're not dumb. They are lazy, and that explains why they're not in Division One anymore for the most part. Franklin the third went to every class, made straight A's, whatever. Ninety nine percent of these kids told you they hate football. They don't want to go to class. They were ha- they had to be. They didn't even come with a pencil or a piece of paper to class. I mean, you watch this show; it really shows you how lazy these guys are. And and if you expect them to make it in Division One football, if you think you're going to Alabama, you think you're going to Florida State or Notre Dame, you're not going anywhere. And these kids are surprised because the only schools that came a knocking was Southeast Missouri State. But uh, Franklin III had the best deal. He he went to Auburn, and he actually seemed like he had his head on straight. But, but Quinn, these other guys were just dumb. I mean, I'm talking yeah. about dumb. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, just today – um, a Notre Dame football player uh, is, was was deemed ineligible by the school. He didn't have the grades, so he can't play football yeah. this year. He's couldn't, off the team. Couldn't get a D. Couldn't get a D average. No, it's 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 different. Notre Dame, man, they're a lot tougher on on athletes than most schools are. They, yeah, they yeah, but to, they got basket weaving classes there too. Well, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure they make it a little bit easier, but I can guarantee you it's easier to get into Alabama into into some of these other schools than it is to get into Notre Dame. But yeah. Listen, listen, college football and colleges, when it comes to the players, are so corrupt. Yeah, I said it. I don't care. It is all about business. And they they, they really honestly think that, that, well, here's the problem. They got enough stupid people in this country that actually believes they go there for school. And they don't. They go there for football. And all you got to do is listen to them talk. Listen, I've been around many athletes, okay? And I'm going to tell you, and this is not a, this is, well, it's a knock, but it's just the truth. 80% of them are dumber than I am. And I'm going to tell you right now, when you're dumber than me, you're in a lot of trouble. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to tell you, when you're dumber than me, you got a lot of trouble. So, so does that you say know, something about the pros that are 30 it, it, years old? Well, they're dumb, too. They're, they're dumb, too. I mean, 
there's only so many there's only so many Peyton Manning's Troy Aikman's and the smart guys. The guys with the brains. Obviously playing the quarterback because they're the only one that can read the damn playbook. And if you're a wide receiver, all you gotta do is go down on a go route or a slant. I mean, give me a break. If you're the quarterback, you've got to know all this stuff. If you're just a receiver, you just need to go with the slant or try to break away. They're dumb. Every one of them. I think JUCO football should be done with. I think it should be. I don't Absolutely, know if you saw the last it should. Of that, of that, uh, yeah, they they got in. It should like, be about they, school. That, that team got in a fight. So the they were before two games before the playoffs or a game before they got in a fist fight that was so bad that they suspended that team. This team won several championships in a row. And guys, I forgot to mention one thing. And Jonathan, look this up if you can and tell me because my hands are tied. Baylor running back Cameron Martin, he's a freshman. He transferred to Auburn. Is he eligible to play now? And that guy is a stud. Oh, I Cameron think he Martin. is. I think he yeah, is. Yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, uh, oh, yeah, and Tarvin, but, but, I was, uh, was going to say that JUCO idea of if a guy wants to do, do JUCO, that they get rid of the, all the football programs and they just have to focus on school for a year. Absolutely. I actually think that that's a good idea. Yeah, um, but it's like they, they come to this school to get their 2.5 because, like they said, they force them through. This coach, all he cares about is winning. He's going to win his JUCO rings while he fakes these grades and he gets these kids that shouldn't even be on a second-grade reading level into Auburn, into Florida State. But, but Franklin the third guy, and believe it or not, you know, you know, you look at that junior college, it's a real smart kid. He's very smart. He took it serious. He knew he was in prison for one year. He knew it. Well, I'm going to prison for one year, and I'm coming me, out, and I'm redeeming myself. Let me piggyback off of that. Uh, there's a, an award given out to Florida uh, high school seniors uh, called the Brian Piccolo uh, Scholar-Athlete Award. They don't give that to just any idiot. And Franklin won it his senior year. He 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 was one of the five recipients of that award. And most of the kids that get that award yeah. go to top flight educational institutions. So I, I, I'm a full believer that he's he's a very bright kid. And you're right, yeah. Cam Martin is eligible to play this year. Praise God, Quinn. Quinn, there he is. I think Gus is like you know I've got three <laughs> running backs right here. You know, Javon, you're a distraction. Your your attitude's bad. Get the hell out of here. So trust in Gus. And, yeah. and if you think he should be fired, you're an idiot anyway. So I've already said that yeah. on the show. If you if you think he should be fired, Sonny, I feel better. Cameron Martin, he comes from a <laughs> Baylor school where there were the raping people. He's coming to Auburn, maybe straight up. What do you think? Well, if he's coming to Baylor, then he's probably the only one that's not getting arrested uh, or or with the stalking charges. It is unbelievable down here. And and I want to tell you right now, I'm about an hour and 15 minutes northeast of Waco. Okay, and the stories, all the news has been going out with all the things. Uh, There's a stalking charge on one of them. Uh, The DA's uh, looking to get involved with this thing. Let me tell you something. When the DA's getting involved with it, they're they're pushing those uh, university cops to the side and saying, 
Forget it. We'll take care of it. And when the DA is going to get involved with it, someone's going to jail. And I, I, I'm going to tell you, it's it's finally di- being done correctly is what it should have been done, uh, you know, two years ago when all this nonsense started over here at Baylor. Yeah, it's just going to get worse. And I'm glad I'm glad these guys like at least Auburn is is setting an example. And Jimbo, same thing. Is like, look. Auburn and some of these schools are bigger than one player. We're not going to let you rule, and we're, we're a team here. We're, we're bigger than – no man's bigger than the team. And I guess that's what Gus is trying to do here. you got to change the attitude of a team if you're going to win. And Texas right, – Texas. I mean, well, Texas suspended DeAndre McNeil. He's a wide receiver for uh, uh, team violations, which usually means it's also an NCAA violation as well, usually. Man, Texas sucks anyway. So it doesn't yeah, matter who they Of course they do. They got Charlie Strong as the head coach. They never should have hired him in the first place. Yeah. Sonny, but, you were Sonny, you remember us getting jumped on when we bashed Texas for hiring him. Everybody thought we were a bunch of haters and didn't know what we were. Absolutely. I remember like it was yesterday, Tarvin. Yeah. Yeah. He's not a good head coach. Yeah, it, it, here's the thing. I'm going to tell you, you you're going to you're going to see um, this Baylor thing. You're going to see a lot of news about more arrests happening because these colleges and universities they got to be on the up and up because if they're going to be caught, you know, you know, hiding things and scandals here and there, it's going to kill the reputation of the of the college, which is never really any good in the first place. But you don't need anything else on top of it. You're going to see a lot of these. You're going to see more and more about violations and stuff like that. And also, I'm going to tell you straight out. And this happened, and I and it's one of the reasons why I don't listen to Mike and Mike. One day, I turned to stupid show on and they're talking to um, one of these guys about you know the things that are happening in college football you know you know and the way that you stop this nonsense okay is is that and all the problems that they have is stop the underage drinking I'm going to tell you right now if you put an ending to that I'm, I know everybody's going to say you're never going to stop it but I'm going to tell you right now all these fraternities they have parties on the weekend guess what they got they got alcohol everywhere well if they have someone within the college at these places and it will stop that stuff and it will be i know it goes on don't get me wrong i'm not naive but if colleges are really truly looking to stop the nonsense that goes on at these colleges they'll stop the underage drinking and once they do that i think it's 70 percent of all their problems go away well sorry this is a this is university problems all over, and I can tell you what, and Jonathan could tell you the same thing. It's not going to stop Jack. They'll, they'll go somewhere else. They'll find other places to go. They'll get fake. They'll 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 find ways. They'll find ways to still drink, and then the people that are twenty one or older. I mean, it's not going to stop those people from doing stuff either. When there has to be consequences, like if you get caught underage drinking, there has to be severe consequences with that. Like you're you're kicked out of school, period, like for a semester or something or, you know, 
that's the thing, Jonathan. I mean, I've I've gone to big schools and the frat houses and stuff. Man, there's so much beer there. You could, I mean, you could drown, couldn't you? I mean, I've been to some of those. I, I mean, you, I'm a mile down the road walking and I smell beer. I mean, well, that's how much beer. So, so eighty percent of the people are underage drinking, and Sonny, you'll never be able to stop that. Oh, I know you'll. Ne- I know you'll never stop it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not that naive because I know what what the situation is. But if they really and truly want to get it under control, that's fine. But here's the thing. That's fine. They're still going to do it. Just don't do it on our property. If you're going to go off a of college property and do it all day long, great. Do it all day, but you're not going to do it on our property, within the fraternity, within the university. I'm not going to say you're going to stop it, but that's one of the things the university is going to get busted on. Sooner or later, one of these, there's going to be a rape, there's going to be a big time, you know, something's going to happen that's big, okay? And if they don't stop it on the property of the colleges, whether it be a fraternities or wherever the case may be, that's what the, it's going to continually be a problem. I'm not saying you're going to stop it. I'm not naive. I, I'm, I, I may be 49 years old. I know what kids do. But if the colleges are truly worried or they truly want to stop it, they can stop it. They're just not doing it. And you can't tell me any differently that they can't stop it because they can't. Because all they got to do is have someone within the university show up at one of these things. And every and, and it'd be like, I don't know if you ever seen Animal mm-hmm. House, but when the dean walks oh, yeah. in, everybody starts hiding the beer. You know, so, you know, that's <laughs> what would end up happening if they had officials from the school show up at these places when the parties happen. Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights. It will. I'm telling you right now. It will, but they won't. Yeah, it. My sister went to University of Minnesota, and I don't really ever worry. But the four years she was there, she would go out and party on the weekends, and it would scare the crap out of me. Those Northerners so, don't know how to party. No, no, they 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 really don't. But, uh, your your sister's safe, trust me. Your sister's safe, Gwen. <laughs> There's not a lot of things going on up there in Minnesota. All you can you know, do is no. the gold first. The kids go to University of Minnesota. It's actually a really, really big school. Mm-hmm. Oh, this yeah. is at the end of the day, guys. This this is an issue you're never going to resolve. They. They tried prohibition; it failed. Let's not try that again. I mean, if you want to try and do it on a on a college level, I, I guess that's fine. You know, it, it, it's a, the societal the way the society's kind of going. This drinking is part of the norm, and we, we it, you know, there's just nothing you can do here. You know, you can try to be that social warrior and make the change, but you're going to need a majority to make the change. The majority's not going to make the change. Let, let's just go ahead and level that right now. Yeah, but hey, just a minute ago, I talked about Stidham visiting Auburn. He mm-hmm. will have to sit out a year, which tells me, you know, you want more than one quarterback, which tells me, Jonathan, that Gus is not set on one quarterback, even Franklin, really, yet. I mean, you bring Stidham in, he's probably a starter at Auburn next year. Franklin doesn't doesn't do well. Just want to throw that out. Uh, week one's coming up, guys, and we're a month away. And I want Sonny real quick to give us a, 
an update, what's going on in NFL camps. And, Jonathan, I'll let you go after him. But, Sonny, what have you heard? What's some big stories coming out right now? Well, the big story down here in Dallas is the backup quarterback ends up breaking the, uh, breaking the leg. Um, so now they're uh, now they have no experience. And just a week ago, when uh, they were talking about Nick Foles being available, they had no interest. Now all of a sudden, hmm, now they're interested in Nick Foles. So it's it's really interesting about what's going on down here in Dallas as far as right here uh, in in D town because and then they got the Ezekiel Elliott uh, thing as he tweet tweaked a hammy. That's that's always no good. Never mind the fact that he's being still charged with a domestic situation that's going on over there. So down here is big, big, big time news down here in Dallas because they're having a lot of off-the-field problems and injuries down here. How about Trent Richardson, man? I mean, good Lord. I mean, people people thought he was going to be a star. He gets cut already. I mean, he's like that guy in Major League when he wakes up outside in the bed and he's like, Shit, I've been cut already. I've been cut already. (laughs) Sonny, I have a question. Who's your NFL team? Because I've never been able to figure out who you root for. Jacksonville. I'm a Jacksonville Jaguar fan, and I even put them in second in the division of the AF South this year. I am a Jacksonville Jaguar, Jaguar realist. They've sucked for the last eight years, and now they're getting a little bit better, so I'm slowly moving yeah, them up there. And in an NFC South, they should be able to do it. Um, they gotta, they're going to have to contend with the Colts, as usual. Um, but really, in reality, if they're as good as I think that they're going to be with the talent they've been picking up, I'm not a fan of their coach. But uh, he he seems to be able to get the guys to play for him. Yeah, and he's a Bears fan like you, Quinn. Oh, they're horrible. They're god awful. They're going to end up last in their division. You watch. Okay. No, Detroit will probably. Quinn, Quinn, your Bears, man. They they do suck. What do you think about them this year? Uh. I actually, well, I think they're going to be quite a bit better than last year. They Their schedule wasn't too tough. The de, the defense, they really improved the front seven. Uh, I think I think they'll do better than a lot of people think. How, how are they going to score? Well... You might have something there. I I, I can understand it. I I think it's funny how everyone likes to bash bash Cutler and stuff. I I, I find it really hilarious. Well, they have every right to. No, I find it funny. You, You know who the Bears have had in the past? Grossman, Orton, pure trash, pure garbage. They could. They can't even. Those guys couldn't even be able to hold Cutler's jack strap. I remember the years <laughs> That's bad. when Grossman was at quarterback. When Listen, there was Orton. When there was Cordell Stewart, Jim Miller, Jim McMahon. all those hot trash guys, and the defense had to carry him the whole way. Yeah, I remember those guys. 
they can't. Yeah, but how long, I mean, how many years Chicago. has Cutler been there in Chicago? How many years do you give Jay Cutler to suck? I mean, really. I mean, yeah, obviously they're stuck with the contract. I mean, he's getting paid 22 mil. I mean, so he's not worried about playing. I'm sorry. This is the worst guy that you could give that much money to. I mean, he already had a bad attitude before he got there. Then they gave him the money. And now it's even worse. He's got a hot wife, a lot of money, great car, great house. Shit, I probably wouldn't do anything either. But you look at the Chicago Bears' schedule, they have a schedule where they could kick some ass if they had it. There's some winnable games on that schedule if they're a good football team. They won six football games last year. They're going to be lucky to win six. I got them at four wins, um, and that's just because they're just going to get they're going to get hammered because they're not going to be able to score enough in order to beat teams like the Philadelphia Eagles, the Cowboys, the teams that can score like the Colts. Okay. The Jaguars are going to score some points this year, and Green Bay okay. as well as the Vikings. They're okay. just they're in trouble. Okay. They're in trouble. Okay. Jonathan, at, least think? Think? At, at least the Lions have an offense and a real quarterback, even though he kind of sucks it up at times. But he can still throw for 4,000 yards. Jacob and Jacob Cutler, nice 3,200-yard season for him. You know Jonathan, Cutler what had think, a really buddy? good year last year? You want to ignore that? Just watch. Just watch. The haters, the doubters, they can hate all they want. Just watch. A good year. Hold on a minute. A good year. Jonathan, I'm going to go to you. Did Keller have a good year last year? Well, he did have his career best 1.9 touchdown to interception ratio. So it's always nice when he throws more touchdowns than interceptions. I I don't think Cutler was terrible last year. I mean, obviously the Bears had their issues, whether it was injuries or whatnot. You know, and they definitely have some talent to be a competitive team. Uh, it's going to rely more on the Bears' defense to uh, improve, I think, than uh, the offense. Their defense is, uh, has yeah. struggled of late. Uh, and just like my team, you know, it's one of the things where they had a, such a dominant defense for so long, and then the the older guys finally hit that point where they couldn't be there anymore, and they weren't they hadn't replenished the stock yeah. enough. So it, it's it's growing. I have, a, I have them there. finishing third. I have them finishing third. If you'd like to call in, six four six seven one six five five six four. Well, uh, looks like in the I have NFL, Cam Newton's having. Too, but I have them finishing with a winning record. That's a winning. What does the winning record mean? <laughs> you expect the Bears to win eight games? Is that a winning season? I'm asking because if you expect them to win eight, really look at your Chicago Bears. They they have Alshon Jeffries. He's going to be doubled down the whole year. It's their only weapon. They lost Forte. They have nobody in the wide receiving position at all. They're Kevin White. at the running back. Uh, Alshon Jeffries. Well, Langford, listen, I'm not impressed with Langford. I, I know a lot of people like him, but I'm not a, I'm not a Langford fan because I think when you get somebody good on him, you're done. I, I, I think he's done. I, but it'll be, you know, offensively, this is a football team that's going to have to score more than 20 points a game to win, and Jay Cutler's not getting that job done. He threw for 3,659 yards. Good quarterbacks are throwing for 4,200 yards and more. He's pedestrian at best. And listen, you call me a Jay Cutler hater, this is my first year. I've been behind this guy since he's been in the 
Denver, calling him the most underrated quarterback in the NFL. He hasn't done anything since he's been in Chicago. He's been there since 2009, since we went on air. This is a football team that has not got the job done with Jay Cutler at the quarterback position. You want uh, – okay. talk to me in a month and a half, Sonny, and we'll be seeing okay. what you're saying. Talk sure. Like, Quinn, Quinn you remember games. last year – Quinn, Quinn, you remember last year when I told you you and Cuervo were on here and I said you all to start out like one and five and both of you got mad at me? Well, the Bears start I wasn't out expecting year? much last year. <laughs> I knew we'd suck last year. No, you didn't. Well, I'll go back and play the tape. I've got it saved, remember. You were you and Cuervo were crying on air. Y'all were both hugging each other, crying, <laughs> dropping each other. So it's the Auburn Chicago show. Well you can look it. at my Facebook <laughs> post. I didn't expect anything from the Bears. Well, hold on, hold on. Jonathan, Jonathan wants to Jonathan wants to talk about something besides Auburn and Chicago. Jonathan, go ahead. How about the Buccaneers? Well, now nah, come on now. Let's let's be nice. I don't have much to say about you. Got, you got to you got to admit you got to admit that Auburn story had to come out tonight. I mean, we had to oh, right. yeah. yeah, that's yeah. Of course. Now I just want to put this out there. You know, as my quarterback uh, during practice, I want to say it was today. Um, they were trying to lead a Jameis chant, and he said, he turned around, so everybody shut up and start chanting Tampa Bay. Uh, and said, you know, we're one team, and we need to, you know, we need everybody to get behind the team and not just one player. And I was, uh, I was very, I was very proud to see that kind of leadership from our quarterback. I think he's um, making the right steps forward. I, I think the Bucks could have a, a a better year than last year, which isn't really saying. What about much, the but, What about the sophomore slump, though? Um, uh, you know, it's uh, it's funny with Jameis. I'm more worried about are receivers than I am him. I mean, Vince yeah. was injured last year, and Mike has his issues with the drops and his uh, his attitude, and we really don't have a number three. Um, tight end, we have Safarian Jenkins, who got kicked out of the first day of OTAs. Um, you know, and he, he, had, he was off injured. Um, you know, our best tight end might be Cameron Brayton. He's from Harvard. So, you know, th- it's going to be a good offensive line. You know, Doug Martin hopefully doesn't let the money just go straight to his head, even though knowing what I know about Doug, he will. You know, so I- I'm I'm hoping that um, it's more the the weapons around Jameis don't regress as much as him because I, I still think his game, the way he plays, can translate. Um, whereas sophomore slump, I think it's be more worried about guys who are dual-threat quarterbacks like we saw with RG3. Um, and what we could potentially see from Mariota, you know, people said Mariota had a really good year last year, and I look back at it, and it's like, yeah, he he had bright moments. Don't get me wrong, but if Mariota regresses he started from last good. form, I'd be afraid. And he had a lot of he turnovers. Started last well. mm-hmm. yeah, he started well. He started well, and then once they figured him out. Well, yeah. I mean, he he had What's ten so fumbles funny? last year. That's unacceptable. That's what happens when you're buck eighty trying to carry the football, Sonny. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But you know, at the same time, I, I'll, I will give I, Jonathan. I think is spot on. 
I think that the Buccaneers have to worry about the weapons that they're going to give Jameis Winston, which is not very much. I, I am right there with you on that call. Jameis Winston could be the second coming, but if he doesn't have anybody to throw the ball to, it's just going to look worse than it really is, and he's going to fall into that situation there in Tampa Bay. I mean, we're already looking at what receivers we're going to draft next year. That doesn't Absolutely. worry you. I mean, you know, yep. I'm sitting there saying, "Hey, let's draft uh, uh, the boyfriend. Let's draft Treadwell. Let's draft Treadwell. Let's draft. No, we're going to draft a cornerback. Uh, why? We have so much money tied up in our corners. Why are we drafting another one? I would have, you know, it's 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 yeah. a situation where I think uh, our management is trying to rebuild the defense to its prior levels so that they can because they looked at it and said, well, we want a Super Bowl with Keyshawn and McCardell and Michael Pittman." you know, and Brad Johnson. So, you know, let's build a great defense again and then let the offense come. So that that worries me. But I'm 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 a very passive Bucks fan. You're not this isn't two thousand and six. Well guys, before we you know, I wanna talk about tonight that last year we can go bring back the tapes in college football here. Um you remember last year when they announced that the college off would be on New Year's Eve. This this committee here was so smart that they thought they were going to change history here and it was going to be successful. Well, Jonathan, they changed their minds, believe it or not. They changed their mind. They're going to move it off New Year's Eve. It might not be this year because I think it falls on a weekend and it's fine, but I think these, these idiots that are picking teams to be in the top final four can't even pick the day of the week or the year to play this game. What do you what do you think about these complete morons, the committee, moving the game, first of all, to New Year's Eve, and now backtracking all of a sudden after the ratings were lowest it's ever been? Well, I'm more laughing at the fact that the month after the playoff, oh, there's no way we're moving it. It was a, it was a success. How, how could we move it off of New Year's Eve? And now here we go, end of July, and – Oh well, you know we've, we we can't move it until 2018 because everything's already set in stone until then. But yeah, we're gonna move it off New Year's Eve. Oh really? Did you idiots just figure out that didn't work? I mean, are you that stupid? Are you that dense? You that dumb? Yeah. I mean, my goodness. And, and these are people picking. And these are people that are picking the final four teams. I mean, the people that put Oklahoma in last year. We all laughed. I mean, the people of Michigan State in there getting beat by 50. I mean, uh, these are people making big decisions, Quinn, and and they can't even get it right. I mean, they can't even get the day right. You don't realize people, and I was so pissed because I was like, I don't, people love college football, but a lot of people are married. They have traditions of New Year's Eve. The wife's not going to let them watch college football, and the ratings suffered. The national championship game, Quinn, was good. But as far as New Year's Eve, we knew that was going to be a failure here at Way in Sports Talk. Yeah, it does. It doesn't matter to me either. Either way, what day they have it, I don't care. What well, doesn't matter I'll, about I'll, you? I'm talking about the biggest part of the world, though. You don't mean oh. shit. <laughs> but I'm talking about the majority. You know what I mean? The majority of people, not just you. I know I don't either. I'll stay home New Year's Eve and watch it. But the majority of people out there that like to party, that's what I was saying. I wasn't meaning to be disrespectful to you. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like, to me, like, I'm not not really angry with the committee about that. Like, I don't know. I guess since it doesn't bother me, I guess 
and I'm not bothered. Like I'm not thinking about what the rest of the world thinks yeah. or what they yeah. do. You're selfish. You're selfish. <laughs> let's bring let's bring Sonny on and see why he says. Sonny, do you know what we're talking about? Nope. I just got back. I I I got kicked well, off. I my battery well, died. On this on this show on Way In Sports Talk, we bashed the committee for putting the playoff game on December 31st, they thought it was going to be awesome. They got the lowest ratings. They said they weren't going to change it. Now, all of a sudden, they're changing it now. So, how stupid is this committee that's picking the four teams that's going to play for the championship of football? Well, they're not very bright, but, I mean, I I haven't been a big fan of this committee, but look at this year. I mean, there's games that are happening in the NFL on New Year's Day this year. So they're definitely going to have to scramble and move some games around there in college football. So the NFL is playing on January 1st? That is correct. They got games on January 1st. That is that is dumb of the NFL. That is stupid of the NFL. Well, January 1st no, is a Sunday. It, no, no, no. It, it's it's perfect. They're not going to lose any viewers. I don't think – I mean, this is playoff time. I think time. so. It's playoff time right there. I, listen, yeah, I, I love Michigan. Football, I'm not, wa- I'm not watching Michigan in a bowl game on week 17, which is when the first of the year is. Week 17 of the NFL, you couldn't catch me watching college football all day long at all. It's yeah, too but much. it's, it's tradition, how good I mean, the NFL is. It's tradition, though. I'm talking about the world. They, New Year's Day, Jonathan, tell me what you think. To me, I wake up in the morning. I get ready for that 10 o'clock uh, Outback Bowl or whatever, Citrus Bowl. You have the Rose Bowl, Sugar Bowl. That's what it's about. I don't know yeah. what the NFL is doing trying to do this. But it, but it falls on a Sunday, January 1st. What do you expect them to do? Right. I will, we, we see this. Every time that that, that, that uh, gen, you know, New Year's Day is a Sunday, the college bowl season kind of works around it. Um, you know, this year it's going to be you have four games on the 31st and four games on the 2nd. And, you know, this is something that um, I, I, you know, I've become accustomed to um, at this point. But I'm with you. Every other year where the NFL is not on that day, I'm with you, Brian. I think that that should be college football's day. That's when you have the Citrus Bowl, the Tax Slayer Bowl, the Outback Bowl. You know, you have the three Florida Bowl games early in the day. Uh, you're going to have the Rose Bowl at 5 o'clock. You know, I mean, that that's how that works. So, uh, you know, I, I do think that... So, that, so uh, when, when is the Rose Bowl going to be played then? The uh, it's actually going to be played January 2nd. That sucks. See, Sonny, I love the NFL too, Sonny, and I'm bringing you back on, but week 17 of the NFL usually is not that great. Most starters are resting, nobody's, nobody's playing. No, but I'm talking about teams that are on the bubble, getting ready, trying to make the playoffs. Last week, last year's week 17, man, was crazy. Week 16 and 17 were crazy. I mean, so on Christmas Eve and, and uh, on uh, the the days that it's following following on Christmas Eve and New Year's, oh man, it's the best Christmas ever. I, I I'm not interested in watching. Those stupid bowls. The only bowls that I care about are the big ones. I don't care about Outback Bowl. It means nothing. I mean, so, but when it comes down to who's going to play in the playoffs, I'm going to watch the NFL. I don't, I'm not 
not a big college bowl fan anyway. Um, but, you know, even if Michigan was playing, and that's my team, I can give a rest fat ass on them on week 16 and 17 in well, the NFL. Too much going on, too many teams that might be able to make it in. Will certain way, games fall a certain way to well, where well, teams might slide in? That's well, what Sonny, I'm watching. Sonny, let's ask what Cuervo thinks. Let's ask what Cuervo thinks. Cuervo, January Uh-oh. 1st on a Sunday, would you rather watch NFL or college? Ah, uh, so that's what Sonny's ranting about. I was wondering for a second. I was like, what, what, what's he going off on a tangent about this time? <laughs> and the and the bears sucking. He ranted about that too. Yes, he did. Oh man, see that's why I'm, that's why I'm looking for new employment. That's why you're late. I'm bl- that's yeah, why, yeah. Steve Corvo, Sonny's a big hater of the bears. He he don't he he's blinded. He doesn't realize how improved the bears will be this year. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the, all you gotta say is the monsters of the midway midway are back. But that's all. That's all there is to oh, it. I agree. On that dream a little bit longer. <laughs> all right. So what's the question, well, Cuervo, Brian? Cuervo, you, you, January you call back. You call in with a couple minutes left. Yeah. Um, do you remember we we talked about it? How the committee made a mistake by putting the playoff games on New Year's Eve. Now they're changing oh, yeah. it, and and going forward they're going to do it. But this year the first falls on a Sunday, so I think they're going to keep it like it is. But the NFL is Sunday week 17. I would rather watch bowl games than I would week 17 of the NFL on Sunday. What do you think? Because January 1st to me is about football, and that's what it's always been about. And, and, and you know, it's been like that for years. So, now, here's the here's thing, though. The NFL is probably the one league, the one sport that can that can bully around college football on January 1st. You try to put NBA games on January 1st, Good luck with that. You try putting on on uh, you know hockey with their with their you know winter classic. Yeah, good luck with that too. But the NFL is probably the one sport that can that can bully around college football on New Year's Day and, and get away with it yeah. to an extent. Now, me personally, I, I've New Year's Day to me has always been about bowl games, and that's not going to change. So because here's the thing too, the the January first games I I believe are either week 16 or 17. Now. Most of those games aren't going to mean jack to the playoff picture or anything like that. But when it comes to New Year's, the, the bowl game, somebody talking in the background. You know, the playoff, somebody, the playoff. Some, yeah, it's 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 my wife. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's on the phone too. But um, you know, I mean, you're talking about college football playoffs here. Those games are those are a lot bigger than you know week 16 in the NFL. Yeah, we'll let Cuervo. I'm not gonna say anything to your wife, Sonny. He, she may kill me if I say, "Hey, man, would you, would you que- please mute your phone while Cuervo's trying to talk?" He, here? he, he will, he will mute the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. My, my wife takes precedent over anything too, but she, she rules it. So whatever she does, she does. That's fine. But I'm a, I'm a college football guy, and uh, but you know what? Over the last five years. I'd say over three years, I've really fallen in love with the NFL. I don't know why, Sonny. Maybe it's red zone. Maybe it's the NFL Sunday ticket I have. But the product they put on the field every Sunday is just phenomenal. I mean, it's it's just when you watch college football and you watch NFL football, there's a big difference. There's just a big difference when you watch the two and you put them side by side. I mean, I love college because school spirit, 
but uh, but I just love NFL right now. It's, it's such a good sport. And the NFL has done really good in week 16 and 17 because if you look at every team's schedule, they're all division games in week 16 and 17. So that is huge too. Um, they the NFL has got it right, and and, and I, I'm right with Cuervo. If there's anybody that can kick college football off its pedestal on New Year's Day, uh, it, it is the NFL. And let's be honest, it should be the NFL. It's where the big boys play. Okay, that's where those college boys want to be. So to me, I mean. I, 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 I'm, I'm just not the college bowl guy. I, I'll watch the big ones. I'll watch the yeah. big four or five. But how many bowls are there this year? 18? Well, I make I mean, so much on. money I, off of them, though. But I make so much money off of them, though. It's crazy. Well, you're a betting man. See, and, and I, I'm not going to be betting on college football. If I'm going to bet, I'm betting on the NFL. Um, I, mean, I just pay five. You get crazy plays like Auburn kicking. I mean, you have a $400 bet on a game, and then Auburn will go ahead and run back a kick and screw up the damn line. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, I got $5,000 to make up, Jonathan. I better hurry up. Like, right, I better I better get on some preseason games or something. Oh, preseason is usually easy. No, it ain't. It's not easy. To you know you're a betting junkie if you're betting on preseason games. You know, they're, 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 can, they're actually kind of easy. I'm like, I'm like a lifetime 13% in the preseason. That sucks. I mean, it's like you can't – I mean, there's, you might as well flip a coin. And, uh, and maybe I'll call you for advice, Jonathan. But, but hey, I was going to make another announcement that we're looking at FanDuel um, wants to sponsor our show during football season. I haven't decided what we're going to do yet. But we are right now on ultimatesportstalk.com. You can hear us there right now as well as Block Talk Radio. A lot of people are listening to us, Sonny, on another station that we've been, ultimatesportstalk.com. They've been going there and listening more, just not as much, but close to as much there as on Block Talk Radio. You ought to check check on getting your show on maybe something like that extra and give it some extra airtime. They can help you. Well, another, that's if they got the opening on Sunday morning because that's when we're doing it. Uh, Sunday morning, nine to noon, uh, Central Standard Time, taking you right well, up to Red Zone. And by the way, the reason why you do like the NFL now is because you can see more of the games because of Red Zone, and you can mm-hmm. see more of the game when it matters, like when they're oh, going to score. I love it. But I but I love the Sunday ticket too, guys. I'm mm-hmm. I'm telling you, if you don't have Directv, Jonathan, do you have Directv? Uh, no, the house I just moved you into has shit. Yeah, get rid of that crap. Yeah. Get DirecTV, get the Sunday ticket. Also, you got to get the, I think it's called the Ultimate Package. It shows all the games and the, the day after Sunday, Monday, all the games are condensed into 30 minutes. You can watch every play of every game in 30 minutes, Cuervo. Is that not amazing? I mean, you got, I love Red Zone. But I also like watching the games as well, and that gives me a chance to watch every NFL game I want to, in just in in a matter of hours. Well, well, Brian, let's not forget people can also listen to us on iTunes, and I know we're getting a good chunk of listeners off of that. iTunes, yeah, that's right, that's right. I just want to go. I just want to know how many people in the country, other countries listen to us. That's what I I really want to know. <laughs> Did you say that was ultimate? What is it? 
ultimatesportstalk.com. Pull it up. I'll pull it up. Pull it up. And iTunes. Jonathan, tell us about iTunes real quick. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, um, I got, I flicked through it the, uh, about five months ago and found out. Uh, they actually have all of uh, our shows from day one. So if you want to hear us back in August of 2012, we're there. Um, at that point, you can hear Trey's pretty voice. Um, and it has every episode, there's like a 15-second intro commercial from Blog Talk Radio, and then it just rolls on through. Uh, and that that's what I've been using to download and save to my own personal database. Um, but all you got to do is go to iTunes and type in Wayan Sports Talk or type in Tarvino, and uh, T-A-R-V-I-N-O, Woo! it'll pull up. That makes me feel good, Quinn. And, Quinn, we get to hear you cry every every now and then when you come on. <laughs> forget about that. The Notre Dame tears. Yeah, and Cuervo, I'm going to try to bring you back if your phone's working. Let me see if Cuervo's here. Hold on just a second. I don't know where Quinn's on mute for some reason. Cuervo. I'm here, buddy. Okay, I, could, I think I, I, your phone, your wife is yelling at you, cussing at you, so I had to mute you. Oh, that's that's all the time. I, it's all day, every day, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, since Sunday's on, we're going to make an announcement. We are adding to the panel away in sports talk, and Cuervo has resigned from that being said, and will join way in sports talk on the panel. Whoa. What do you think about that, Sonny? That's good. That's good. It makes it a better show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I went uh, to iTunes, and I pulled, I pulled up way in sports talk, and it shows – it shows our William Sports Talk. It shows Ultimate Sports Talk, but it also shows WFNZ Sports Radio, the fan, WFNZ. What is that, Jonathan? I have no idea. Somebody, somebody's stealing my materials, what it is. <laughs> You'll find that most of it. Ours gets stolen all over the place. I put it in there, and I, 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 it, it started a long time ago. And it, it's just I can't keep track of it. There's so many people stealing. They want content, and they'll steal it. So you're probably yeah, on more and, than you know. <laughs> and, uh, and also, just I'm going to give an advertisement out to Donald Trump. He asked me to. Uh, if you want a signed copy of his book, The Art of the Deal, for $189, send him $189. You'll get an autographed copy, guys, just so you know. Oh, Lord. Oh, boy. Salt on that. Awesome. That. How does a billionaire? How does how does a billionaire send me an email asking for money? That's a good question. We got some we got some phone problems, guys. We got to get this shit figured out, man. I don't know. I mean, we got to get landlines. Somebody go get a landline and 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 talk on it. I don't know, but man. Jonathan, I can't even hear sometimes with the phones the way they are. Oh yeah, no, but I anyway, hopped up my man, landline from the get. Yeah, we gotta invest in landlines. We're gonna be sponsored and making money off this shit. Cause I gotta be able to get paid. Get paid, you know? I gotta get paid. But, but guys, we're gonna get off at eight thirty right now tonight. Cuervo, Sunny, Quinn, Jonathan, thank y'all so much for joining us. 
We'll be on Sunday night for sure. We're going to kick off with the boys of fall. And we're going to really get into some college football talk. By then, maybe I'll come down off this anger of Javon Robinson getting kicked off of Auburn day one of practice here. Cuervo, you're listening. Javon Robinson, Auburn starting running back, dismissed from the program. Don't know why yet, but just thought you ought to know that. But, again, listen to us on iTunes, like Jonathan said. You can listen to us on ultimatesportstalk.com, blogtalkradio.com. Follow us on Twitter at Weigh-In Sports. Get us on Facebook. If you want us, you got us, Jonathan. That's just the way it goes. If you want us, you got us. That's what I'm talking about. That's how easy it is. That's how easy it is. So, guys, Sunday morning, Sonny Clark, usually 11 a.m. Eastern. That being said, make sure you go over there and listen to him and Cuervo. I went in, Jonathan Dustin, a scorekeeper, a big dog, whoever can join if you want the best FL football to talk around, there it is. And I'll need to bring Cuervo on real quick. Um, Cuervo, on campus with Cuervo, when are you going to start that, my friend? Yeah, so that's going to start either – I haven't decided yet, but it's either going to be Friday night or it's going to be Saturday right after Sports Talk with the guys. Probably going to be on Saturday, okay. though. I- I kind of like that Friday night feel. If we can do that sometimes, if you don't mind, I just like that. It's just, it's just okay. I don't know. Yeah, just, yeah. I mean, we can mix it I'm, up. We can mix yeah, it up. Yeah, every sure. now and then, if you could do that. Saturday morning's fun, but a lot of times I'm traveling two games or doing that, which I don't know how many I'll go to this year if Javon Robinson's not going to be playing. Yeah, but, well, right, uh, Brian. I saw that, and, and I don't know. I, I know you said you don't know why, but I, I so it's true. I thought it was like a. Like one of those yeah. hoax uh, no. posts or something like that? I wish That's it was. Real. I wish it was a hoax. Uh, you know, Trey Mason's thing now. Maybe they're, they're, they put him in Austin right now. They're going to put him in. God yeah, he's a deserter know, for but... the Rams. He's a deserter right now. I don't know what happened to him. He's got some mental health issues that they're trying to, that uh, apparently his family's trying to deal with. It's called carrying the ball 40 times a game at Auburn, getting concussions, probably. It's probably what's going on. Uh, but anyway, guys, uh, on campus with Cuervo, don't miss that show on Friday or Saturday. We'll we'll announce it on our way in sports talk show. That being said, Sunday morning you got sports talk with the guys Saturday morning at nine Eastern. Jonathan, we're covered all the way around, man. As keeper says, it's called the the Alliance. Really, it's like we got all these experts and shows, and if you're missing one of them, you're missing out because. You want baseball, hockey, stuff like that, you listen to Scorekeeper and those guys. You want NFL, you listen to Sonny. And then you want college, you come here. And you want college, you get on campus with Cuervo. We do NFL as well. So, man, if you want it, you get it. But if you're a Bears fan, I feel bad for you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jonathan, we're off. Uh, We're getting out of here Sunday night, 7 p.m. Eastern. We'll be here. And this is what they were talking about. No, not Auburn. No, not Florida State. Well, I was thinking about doing a, an episode of the Hated Team. So I was thinking about, throwing, you know, we could talk about Florida and Miami and Alabama, schools of that nature. Okay. Florida has that. Florida, Alabama, and Miami Sunday night. We will talk about those three teams. We'll talk about how dirty the programs are, if you want to, and talk about what they'll do to win a game. So good job. We'll do those three. 7 p.m. Eastern, guys. Take care. God bless.
Have a good week. We'll see you soon. Sounds good. Bye, y'all. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.